Hey guys, thanks for listening. Just want to give you one last heads up. This episode contains spoilers for Star Wars The Force Awakens. This is your last warning. This episode is sponsored by iTunes. Go to www.cheapseatreviews.com. Click on the iTunes button, purchase anything you want, and a small portion will go to this podcast. The Force is strong in my family. this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. <laughs> this is episode 97. Damn. 97. 97. I'm going to stop right here and say we are spoiling episode or Star Wars The Force Awakens. Spoiling it all the way. We're going to spoil it if you have not seen it. Pause the show, go watch it, come back and only listen to this episode if you've seen the movie. The Wookiee dies. You have been warned, and this is yes. it, all right? No more spoiler alerts. You have been warned. Spoiler alert. I am Sean Arad, and joining me tonight, Chad. Everybody dies. <laughs> and uh, Chad, and we thought Luke had daddy issues, Evans. Ooh, yeah. That's uh, that's kind of a big thing. That's, uh, that plays a big, like- really big uh role um really brings it to heart you know really like a it really gets you right there in the in the in the center of the chest yeah all right uh corny droid what logan i'm tired of nerf herding androids or sorry nerf herding stormtroopers on this nerf herding planet that's right uh and sam all i want is a handrail vector Absolutely. OSHA regulations dictate at least a three-foot barrier between you and a fall of more than four feet. Right. That's it. Uh, there you go. So- <laughs> Han did not get that memo. No, he didn't. Uh, so we'll pull up a comfy chair. He did. Your captain's chair, and let's dive into this this thing. Jeez. You got to just try to throw as much crap out there as you can and just hey, see you what warned it. You gave it up. I'm just going to. Yeah. yeah, but there was no buildup. You just screamed it like a, like a nerf herder. Yeah. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah well. Only, only they can use that word. Yeah. Um. This this was 2015 Star Wars The Force Awakens. Holy flipping cow. We finally Woo! have a good Star Wars movie. We've Yay! Been, we've been waiting since 1983 for a good Star Wars movie. Um. It's been uh. It's been a long time coming. I blame um, Sam. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Pretty much, I waited my entire childhood for this. Yeah. Well, we all did. Um, so now, now I can finally grow up. Now, now you're ready to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I know this was obviously the first time for all of us seeing it, since this was the first time for any of us, any person ever seeing it. Um, Chad, your initial yes. your initial thoughts, sir. My initial thoughts. Holy freaking Merton, melting face. Like, <laughs> I I went and watched this with my my wife. We went and saw it in 3D, and my uh, unborn child. Um, it was so <laughs> awesome. My unborn child enjoyed it. You yeah. could, you could. He was jumping around in, in the womb. You could actually see it. He was that excited about it. He enjoyed weird. it so much. <laughs> That's kind of creepy. It yeah. was almost like a scene from Alien. Mm. Almost. Yeah. But seriously, I thought it was fantastic. Um, however, thinking back on it, I mean, watching it, I, I was like, I, I was like a kid in the candy store. I was like, ah. There's a thing. There was a thing. So I, I really, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. That said, <clears throat> upon further review, um, the whole thing was, it, I felt like almost word for word, scene for scene, exactly like episode four. Give and take a little bit, you know, a few little differences. But if you think about it, I mean, the whole storyline about, you know, Luke finding the Force, you know, getting the lightsaber, there's some battles, yada, 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 the mentor, Han Solo, Ben, uh, dies, Solo dies, and... Well, Han's wanted to die in the third one anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, he kind of had to. I mean, he what the actor uh, Harrison Ford thought he should die. In I, episode I kind of agree to that. In the sixth what, movie, five six, yeah. Oh, I don't agree to that. It was that was I, that I was Harrison Ford's thought. He thought that Harris, that Han should have died saving in a heroic death. And yeah. um, George Lucas was like, "No, man, we're trying to sell toys. We can't have you dying." So, mm. I mean, I felt I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I felt that this was a really good way to it serves kind of two purposes. It reboots the franchise, but at the same time continues the franchise. So I felt that that was kind of a you could see that in, in either way. But I really furthermore, I really enjoyed the film. OK, Corny. <clears throat> I enjoyed the hell of it the first time I saw it. And I enjoyed it just a little bit less the second time I saw it. And a little bit hit worn off by the third time I saw it. Now, before you ask <laughs> why I saw it three times, it's actually a, pretty, a couple of pretty valid reasons. Um, one of my son wanted to watch it, and uh, with it being PG-13, our uh, society nowadays, and didn't know what I was going to get into. I was pretty sure I knew what I was getting into, so I watched it once for him uh, before we went and saw it as a family. And then I watched it once with the, uh, the guys from the podcast. And uh, for the most part, when I say it, it diminished a little bit, I mean, I, I saw it three times in literally three days. Um, it, it It's still a great movie. Uh, it was fun. Uh, as Chad said, there were, it was so cool to watch <laughs> all the uh, old nods to things that if you'd watched the first three, um, you would have been very familiar with. And the only, I mean, there, I guess there's things we're going to talk about, but 
Um, I, I, I really enjoyed this film and, um, uh, would I see it a fourth time? Well, yeah, I'm going to give it a couple days, but if I <laughs> want to see it again, <laughs> uh, I certainly would. Uh, but I think there's a, uh, I think this is going to be a, a pretty interesting uh, conversation we have about this movie and uh, Hans dead. Just throw it out. There. <laughs> did you like the, You're going to say that like 12 this, more times. He did. Wookie hair. I didn't know that Wookie hair burns purple. I mean, I felt that that was, you know, I felt that that's something that we really need to discuss at one point in time this, during this evening. You, you know, about? I never even noticed what <laughs> color it burned when it got shot. It burns purple? That's, I've been telling people that. Oh. Just in, as a, do you know that Wookiee hair burns purple? Shut up! I hate you! Why oh, didn't would you tell me that? Nice. <laughs> I just thought you noticed that the hair actually burns oh, purple. Yeah, I, I thought so too. Because he, like, well, he got get, shot. Because he does get oh, shot, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't worry, you, the, oh, the Wookiee lives, sorry. yeah. I was gonna say, uh, Chad. By the way, um, I think uh, Chewbacca had a uh, Vegeta moment. Uh, oh yeah, Devin. well it was. That's uh, it. Everybody dies. Everybody's dead. Everybody dies. Yeah. Boom. Hit the button. That was that was the for me. It's kind of the, the most impactful moment. Not when when uh, Kylo Ren actually stabs the hell. Yeah, out of Han, <laughs> who is his father in the movie, um, but it. It was actually Chewie's reaction, you know, to this yeah. is this this is man who has been my best friend for forty years, uh, who according to the books is the one that got me out of I think slavery or prison or something, and and you know I've owed him a life debt basically, and and now he's dead, and and I <laughs> Chewie was upset, and like what I thought was great, and I'm kind of stealing over corny your your thing here, but I, I thought was so awesome was that. He's a Wookiee, like like it's it's a mask. It's a dude in a suit, right? But you still knew the emotion. Like yeah. I thought that was that was really well done. Like you knew what was happening, even though it's not like he has the full range of facial features to give you emotion. I, it was it was a really great scene. Were you done, Corny? I'm sorry. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Okay, Sam. Um, it's it's hard to describe this movie. You know, we went into this thing. I went in for pure entertainment. You know, I wanted to have that that experience wash over me again, like it happened with the first trilogy, and um, it, it it got really really close. J.J. Uh, Abrams is a master of taking something and inputting nostalgia and familiarity and making it fun to watch. I got to give him that. The only thing I could say that was possibly missing from this was just that little bit of heart uh, that the original had. Um, and, you know, when I do say something about this movie, please understand that it is, if I'm complaining, it's it's not a major complaint because I love this movie. I think it's wonderful. I can't wait to see it again. Um, but having the cheap sea review glasses on, I know that I need to at least bring out a few things. And the biggest thing, obviously in this movie, we've already spoiled the heck out of it. You know, when Han dies, it didn't hit me. It didn't hit me as, Oh my God, this is the iconic character. The, the rascal himself has just succumbed to death. I didn't buy the story uh, of the son and the father there or the son and the father and mother, you know, obviously, including Leia herself, it just didn't seem fully fleshed to me. And I, I don't know if dialogue would have helped a little better there or what, but I just didn't get the impact it should have. Kind of like when you, uh, you know, when you realize that 
Luke Skywalker is is Darth Vader's son. Um, son of a... They took you know they took a movie and a half or three and quarters to build that entire thing up. Um, so I don't know if that hit me. I, I agree with you, Sean. The, the Wookiee reaction, uh, um, Chewbacca's you know going off, hit me more than the actual death itself. Mm-hmm. But you got to hand it the uh, uh, Ray and um, Finn way were a heck of a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I really enjoyed getting to know those new characters without getting too nostalgic or too, I don't know, bogged down in the old stuff. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And I really enjoyed the newness of all that. And and I read somewhere online, I totally agree with this one reviewer who said, they were glad that Luke Skywalker didn't show up until the very last frame because he would have been take his character would have taken over Mm -hmm. um because this you know star wars is luke skywalker it'll be interesting to see where this goes obviously this is not the end of the saga um for sure but um to keep to to, i'm sorry to make this movie a a vehicle for um and i thought especially ray um was especially brilliant because now she can kind of stand on her own and uh you know share screens with Luke Skywalker and we still be interested in what she has to tell us. But it's, it's a beautiful film feels like the original trilogy. It's very real world centric. It feels like you could actually be at all these places. Um, unlike the, uh, prequels. Um, and I don't know my hands off to JJ. Uh, I, I think he, he did an amazing job. But like many of his other films, I just think it, it lacked a little bit of that character heart that, you know, the reasons why you you really cheer for some of the some of the folks. Did you say your hands are off to JJ? My hand? No, what you My said? Hands? Your hands are off? No, you but said, uh, I, I think you said hat, but this is actually better. That's yeah. what it sounded okay. like you said. I'm My like, hands off. To, yeah, hats off to JJ. Yeah, I like, don't know. You were, you, were, been... you were channeling your inner George Lucas like, oh, I got to cut my hand off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What's up with all the daddy issues in Star Star Wars? It's either daddy issues or cutting limbs Good off. Good Lord. Yeah. I tell you. I don't know. Maybe. Who, I don't know. Um. <clears throat> Uh, it's kind of interesting because, like, because in Star Trek, there's some daddy issues too. Now that I think about it, like father son issues, not like daughter father issues. Because Spock has issues kind of with his dad. Because was anybody else interested in why in the world this this Ren guy, what is his name? Oh, God. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is so mad at his parents to turn to the dark side because he's a teenager. I'm, I am more interested in that than I am, you know. And we and we might His, find out later why. I hope so. Yeah, I I, I want to know. I, mean, I want to know. Was Hans a bad dad? Uh, well, we don't I mean we don't. We, I, we'll have to find out. Um, for what it's worth, he, I have already read that everyone that was in this movie is in the next one. And everyone. I mean everyone. So if that if that means that Harrison Ford is going to come back as a as a flashback. Yeah. You know of his interactions with Kylo Ren. You know Ben Solo, what? which is his name. I was gonna say I, I I know what happened. He spanked first. Is that what it was? <laughs> Cor- corporal punch. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, so for me, uh, I I I really just I loved it. I really did. I I embraced this <laughs> like an old friend. Um, you know, it was from the beginning to the end. I I just 
I, I was 12 again watching this, for, watching episode four for the first time with my dad. You know, like it, it had the right feel. The soundtrack was flipping awesome. John Williams still has it in him, and he's like 93 years old, and he's still writing great music. Um, I, uh, the nostalgia part was fine. You know, yeah, like hmm. oh hey, he found the little the game that Luke has to play to with the lightsaber and the ball that shoots at him. Like they found that that was funny and. There was a lot of other little nods throughout that JJ's good at doing um, yes. uh, to, to kind of remind us of the old times and stuff. Um, and, I, and I thought that stuff was great. Um, some, some, some things, though, that once you kind of start to dissect the movie a little bit, uh, I, I mentioned after with the viewing, and I've mentioned it with some friends today at work, we were talking about it, that it kind of reminded me of like a single-player uh, quest game. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Here comes an obstacle, on, the, and then here's here's the thing to 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 get rid of the obstacle. Oh, here comes Tie Fighters. Oh, don't worry, there's a junkyard that just happens to have the Millennium Falcon in it. Oh, we get the Millennium Falcon. Oh, now it doesn't work. That's okay. The guy that owns it's just going to happen to be in this part of the galaxy to come by and fix it. Oh, well then, you you need you need to have the Force awaken inside you. That's okay. Here's Darth Vader's. I mean, Luke Skywalker's lightsaber in a basket underneath this house for some reason like like all of these things just kind of lined up it, it was a little too perfect um and you know and some some nerd somewhere was probably saying well that's the force you know engineering things no it's no um the script needed them to be yeah it's called convenience we didn't they, point we, of order yeah Point of order. What uh, is Star Wars The Force Awakens? What do you mean? For those of us that live under a rock inside, you know, oh, some <laughs> alien being. Um, we need to know what this is. Well, it is three decades after the defeat of the Galactic Empire, a new threat. Oh, come on, you can do it better than that. Three oh, decades. Three decades. Uh, three decades after the defeat of the Galactic Empire, a new the threat lack of arises. What? <laughs> You let me Your read lack this. Of impression fills me. The the first order attempts to rule the galaxy, and only a ragtag group of heroes can stop them. Along with them, the help of the resistance. Oh, the resistance. That doesn't sound quite right. It's not very well written. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you, IMDb. Yeah, I think IMDb to ruin Star Wars. Um, Ruined it all with the description. No, but the, their their website is pretty cool for it. Um, yeah, uh, I will say that, and the poster is pretty cool too. Uh, so that's what Star. That's what this is. So the concept is this: is that thirty years the, the Galactic Empire is destroyed, right? The Emperor's dead, the Death Star's blown up, and then okay. the Republic is reformed um, with a nasty redheaded guy. What? The nasty. The redhead. leader. The leader of the First Order guy was redheaded. Yeah, the, of the First Order, not the Republic. Yeah. That's what I said. That's not distorted. Oh my God, is this going to be tonight? What are you saying? Okay. What? Anyway, the the Republic, you know, is being is ruled by the Senate like it was meant to be, and then for some reason they allowed the First Order to kind of gain power and whatever, and built a giant planet destroying planet. Um, to that can that can control that can harvest a a star, sun. A, star. a star. So, so that brings me to my first kind of issue, I guess you want to call it, with this movie. 
So this planet gun, right, sucks out a star and then shoots this high energy across the galaxy and is able to blow up a bunch of planets. Uh Uh-huh. But don't you think it would run out of ammo real fast? (laughs) Namely the sun it's sucking up? Yeah. Like, I mean, if we killed our star now, our sun, Earth would be dead in eight minutes. We would be dead. We would be frozen. That would be end of life Mm -hmm. on this planet in eight minutes. Let it go. Let it go. So, but that just seems kind of short-sighted. Like, can this planet move? Like, can it move to go harvest other stars? Or is it just the planet that's in orbit around another star? And in which case, you pretty much can do this once. So, yeah, that seems kind of strange. And kind Although, of, if, I mean, you suck, if you suck up all the star, then you don't have anything for something to orbit. So, then the planets no longer orbit. They just kind of float. Right. In the direction that they were going. Right, but... Because there's th- nothing to... Sin- around right but don't you think that that would play like ridiculous havoc on the actual planet itself i don't think so you don't think so i think so oh yeah 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 Yeah. physics tells us that um but really screw you and your magic in star wars generally physics doesn't matter well most i mean yeah we live in they're 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 working in a universe where magic exists i get that but no, it's like nano nanobots. Man. They explained it. They explained exactly what Midi-chlorians. the force is. You mid- midi-chlorians? Midi-chlorians. You, you crossed yeah. Star Trek and Star Wars. I appreciate that. Um, uh, so that was kind of a thing. And even in the theater, I was kind of like, wait a minute. Is that, can you, how many times Convenient, can they, yeah. how, many, how many times can they do that? But I also like the fact that they kind of made fun of themselves. Han Solo goes, okay, so it's a bigger gun. How do we blow it up? There's always a way. You know, it just, it felt like they were kind of making fun of themselves a little bit. Um, I don't know if, if maybe that's a good thing or not, but if, if you can build a chamber large enough for a, an X-Wing to fly into and blow up, then then don't. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's the Star Wars universe. You, they build these massive structures for some reason, and things can fly in them for some reason. Heck yeah. Um, why not? Why not? There's also no railings on uh, anywhere. Bridges, bridges going over chasms. <sighs> My gosh. Um, <laughs> I mean, once miss, one, you just trip walking across that thing and you're dead. You know, whatever. Um, the the workers' comp insurance alone gotta be in like... that facility has got to be sky high. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> well, they're starting to fall, and uh, Kylo Ren just catches them. No. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. But okay, so let's how talk- how about Kylo Ren's uh, ability to use the Force to stop a freaking laser? So that's what I wanted to talk about. That was about. really cool. All right. So, oh my god! And it was a cool scene. Let's not. I mean, let's let's. That was an awesome scene. Okay. Yep. So here's my so so his powers seem to kind of fluctuate, right? Sometimes yep. he was really great, and sometimes he wasn't. So like that moment was awesome. We had never seen anything like that in any of the other Star Wars. Darth Vader never had that. Yes, Darth that Vader power. was just blocking it with his hand. He was know? Wonder Woman. So Wonder Woman. He stops it in midair, right? Yeah. Uh, that that and it looked really cool. And holds it and held while, it while while doing other things. Right. So that was I mean that was genuinely amazing how he did that. But then he had a hard time using the Force against other uh, against Ray. And just trying to grab the lightsaber. 
So are we just say that this guy who's been trained couldn't outforce the lightsaber that she and she hadn't been trained, but because of maybe her lineage, which we don't know who she's the daughter of. You know, rumor is that she's the daughter of Han and Leia, or maybe she's the daughter of Luke. We don't I, I think it, it's supposed to show that she has a, an unusual amount of force in her. Yeah. And right. that, and because, uh, like you said, she Oop. outdo a guy who could take, uh, you know, stop a, a laser going through the air. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's right. impressive. Since we're since we've touched on this a little bit, you know, make, my wife was uh, was saying like she was thinking the same thing that that Ray was a descendant of somebody with the Force, mm-hmm. yep. and then that that got me thinking about Anakin. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Anakin, his who was his father? He didn't have one. The the Force was his father. Supposedly. Yeah. So he was like Jesus. Yes. Only he killed a lot of people and children. A lot. <laughs> Here's your father's lightsaber. He killed 30 children with it. Yeah. <laughs> think, think about wait, that wait. for a second. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to have to look that up. Okay. Look what up? Because that doesn't, I'm having trouble wrapping my brain around the fact that Anakin doesn't have a father. He doesn't. They asked. They asked in the yeah. In the that's Phantom episode Menace, one junk. Yeah, yeah. In Phantom Menace, she he you know he says Liam Neeson says who was the father? She says there was no father. <laughs> I carried him. I birthed him. But there was no father. And so then he goes over and has some mumbo jumbo talk with Yoda like he was conceived by the midichlorians. He is the one. He is the prophecy who will bring balance to the Force, which is technically correct. He ends the okay. for, he he leaves the force with two Jedi and two Sith. Okay, all right. So Prophecy Anakin, so Anakin comes onto the scene. He is Force incarnate. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, I'm a bad actor, but yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so given all that, blah 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 blah. He has you know two kids, blah 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 blah, blah and we don't know who the who Ray's parents are. Other, the only thing we know is that she was just dropped off on Tatooine to stay with her aunt and uncle. Although we, um, we are well, inclined to believe that her parents dropped her off. Yeah, her parents dropped and her off. And we're supposed to be coming back. Right. Right, Corny? Corny's the one. You're, you're pretty much our expert on this, Corny. <laughs> oh, you guys are screwed. <laughs> Three times yeah. into this. So it, it looked like um, that they, they dropped her off on that planet or... Um, they left her on the planet, whether they were there or not, um, in the flash. But there's a flashback scene where Ray is, uh, she has touched the uh, Luke Skywalker's uh, lightsaber, which is a weird story in itself, how she got to it. And then she has uh, what can only be described as an LSD trip, um, to which she has a flashback to her childhood. And uh, I think she's being dropped off with the, uh, the guy who's... Uh, Giving her food and whatnot. Um, no, I don't, I don't. I never got that. She's not. No. Well, the guy. The guy's hand was holding like, to the guy. No. No, I. I don't know, I don't but it, it so. just looks like. I just thought it was just a hand. It was just some that, person. That, well, I looked today just because I wanted to actually see if um, the guy's voice sounds like the the guy who's doing giving out the por- the, the portions, and then it also uh, looks like his hand. 
So there might be something worth checking out. They would give give their daughter to Simon Pegg? That seems weird. Mm, I agree. Anyway, whatever. Unless they're trying to hide her from some for some reason. That is which, probably very... What a horrible way to hide somebody, though. Well, it's kind yeah, of... Let the, me drop yeah. you off on this desert planet where you will be forced to scavenge before you start... Scavenge for food. Well, maybe that, that wasn't is, the intention. You know? Yeah. Like, what if Luke's uncle and aunt, you know, Owen and Baru, had, let's say they, they had died, you know, yeah. when he was a child? Then he would have been less scavenging on Tatooine. It was no different. The only difference is, is that... That That's his true. his situ- situation situation where did that come from? His situation <laughs> was beneficial to life. It was still on a horrible planet. Why why this galaxy is so full of many so many barren planets? I don't know. Um, seems kind of like you just didn't live there. Um, anyway, uh, right. But this is I think this also plays into the similarities between you know. Uh, Episode four between four and seven. Well, um, well, where go ahead. Seven actually plays into it, it pays homage to all three. All oh, right, yeah. there's a True. desert planet, there's a snowy uh-huh. part, and then there's a jungle. Yeah, so it's it's for it's it literally represents all three. That's that was the point. Okay, so I'll, t- I'll buy that, right? I and mean, that was yeah, because was... I would like to see some different planets, but. You know, when when he did the prequels, I could care less about half of those because mm-hmm. they didn't feel like real places. Well, they weren't. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, they were just sound stages. Yeah. I mean, this was the actual United Arab Emirates desert. Yeah, you know, and an actual Canada. I don't know where they filmed the snowy scenes. I don't. I didn't look it up, but um, you know, can we so, talk about the lightsaber just a second, please? All know. right, so. We see that this is Luke's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker, the lightsaber belonging to Luke Skywalker. Turn it on. Hey, it glows blue. No problem. Except that the last lightsaber that Luke did own glowed green. Mm-hmm. So where where do you suppose that where do you suppose that lies? Well, he probably has that one still with him. Ah, yes, that's probably a good point. The so the because you remember in Empire Strikes Back he gets his hand cut off and in that with hand this blue lightsaber was the blue lightsaber, and there's like a, uh. there's a in one of the books uh, <laughs> is the story of Luke's lightsaber and how it kind of somehow travels throughout the galaxy, you know, and kind of a you guys ever see Kung Fu Panda two? You know how uh-huh. like how pa- Poe gets from put in the thing and then over to the thing and then the thing and then he shows up at the duck's house. You know, kind of like that, right? Like the lightsaber just kind of keeps finding its way eventually. Like the lightsaber has its own... It's like the like one the ring. Like the red violin. Uh, okay, I was like gonna, the one ring. Okay, yeah, it's like the, the one ring, right? Like it yeah. It just finds its way to someone that can eventually find its way back into a, a user of the Force. Um, Kind of a thing. So... That's how I always thought, and and I always thought that only Jedi's could use lightsabers. Why? I don't know. That, I, for some reason, I always thought it was just Jedi. Doesn't Han pick up a lightsaber at one point? Yeah, he picks up yeah. one in uh, Empire Strikes Back to cut open the Tauntaun. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now huh. only a Jedi can construct a lightsaber. Yeah, because they have to make their own. Right. Um. Speaking of um. Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Yeah. I like the I really liked the way that they portrayed the the red as it wasn't like this 
you know, um, fluorescent light bulb. Mm -hmm. It was more of this like almost fire esque. It was uh, like him as a, as a character, not quite perfected. Yeah. I really liked that. But the other part that, that I was like, that's really cool. But, does it really have a that much of a purpose was the two side things that come out of the hilt. And I'm thinking, is that really, is it really necessary the other than the fact that it looks badass? Well, it was, again, it was different and it made for a lot yeah. of really great memes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> with you know the Sith pocket knife, you know, and had all these other attachments that came out. Um, the, the the rumors that were floating around, and again, there's nothing concrete, and maybe we find out in the next movie. But you're right when he when the Luke's lightsaber turns on, it looks just like the original one, right? It just has a cooler, right. cooler sound yep. and has kind of a cooler look, but it's still a it's a solid blue, you know, beam. Whereas in this one, Kylo Ren, he is not a Sith Lord. No, by no. by any means, he loses control of his emotions. Um, which is damn funny, by the way. And, and in fact, so, if you think about the, the, the lightsaber duel, right, between him and Finn at first, for all intents and purposes, he should have killed Finn 30 times. Oh, Because yeah. Finn doesn't know what he's doing. He's just waving a bat around. But because he's never had a sparring partner, he's never had someone to train him how to actually duel with a lightsaber. So that's why, uh, and this huh. is kind of going to some of the trivia that I read, that's why... In four, five, and six, it's more like fencing, right? Because Bader, he obviously has limited amount of movements that he can do in that suit anyway. Um, but it's more like fencing with them. And then in the first three, it's way different. It's more like a ballet because they're all used to fighting each other. They're, they have they practice with each other, right? Whereas in this yeah. one, it's more like. In fact, in this one, they it's were like only... two kids picking up a lightsaber and going at it. Right, it's like between like the three, the four of us just picking up one and trying to you know hack each other to pieces. Because like, and in some of the trivia I read, they didn't really have a, they had training, but they didn't have a lot of um. There wasn't a lot of choreographed fighting in this movie. They wanted it to feel more organic, and it, they wanted it to kind of look like two dudes just kind of hacking at each other because that's kind of what it was. So that was kind of cool. So. A plus there, JJ. I think. <laughs> um, does that does that answer your question? I think maybe Chad for the lightsaber. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I think so as well. It just seems like with the cross guard, I'm looking at it right now. Mm. Like it just seems like you could cut one of those off. <laughs> you could also because the... cut your hand off with it too if you're not careful. From yeah. what I heard, though, is I mean those aren't actual beams; those are the exhaust from the. Mm-hmm. From the, the he used that to uh, stab uh, uh, Finn in the shoulder. Yeah. yeah, it's just like you would do with a uh, a hot muffler or something like that. It, you know, it wasn't going to totally pierce him, but it was going to burn him. Uh, absolutely. No, that was no. That's that's the beam. That's the that's. No. The, what do you mean? I, no. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere where when everybody was was complaining about the crossbeam that there was no way that would work that way and their explanation was it's you know it wasn't a perfected lightsaber so that it had to have some sort of exhaust and that's where the exhaust was going as i'm looking at this picture right here it uh, has a a thing about the prop of itself um 
recently constructed the cross guard blades or quillions are raw power vented from the primary central blade. Thank you, vented. Yeah, that's where I read that. But it's still but it's still a beam. It's not gas, it's not exhaust, it's not a byproduct of the of the lightsaber. Which you're which you're making it sound like it's a byproduct. Like I have a bullet and I fire the gun and the byproduct is the smoke from the burning of the of the mm-hmm. gunpowder. And that's what the exhaust is. That's not what that is. It's, it's, it's still the beam. It's just aimed differently as a, it's just a different way of directing it. I disagree. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense why it would be exhaust. Why would it be confined to those little short little things? Because why would it be all the over way, the place? Because that's how they focused it. Okay. Through the, through there. See, you made fun of me wow. hardcore for talking Trek stuff. And this yeah. is way worse than anything we talked about in, on Into Darkness. So I just want no. you to put your nerd glasses back on for a second there, Sam. And, 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 no, no, and, no, no, and, and no. Because me in my Star Wars world, things like the Force don't have a scientific meaning. But you're things talking like, about a scientific meaning to a lightsaber. That's my yeah. point. And, and you could say it's the farts from the Force fairies that come out of his hand every time he uses it. And you'd still be in your own right weird mind. I have no idea what's going on right now, Chad. Um, I've not I've not been paying attention. Um, <laughs> this is what I'm reading right now, um, and this goes to uh, slashfilm.com. The Force Awakens Kylo Ren lightsaber finally explained. So this design of the lightsaber evidently is a is a uh, ancient design. And we don't really know why uh, they're not using a more sophisticated lightsaber, but the but the theory is goes to the fact that he didn't have formal training the same way that a Jedi or Sith might. J.J. Abrams has already told us that Kylo Ren isn't a Sith, so that would make sense. But at the same time, maybe this is a conscious choice to make his weapon more dangerous in duels. If it's unstable, maybe that's... That's what makes him so intimidating. In trailers and TV spots, Kylo Ren has said that he wants to finish what Darth Vader started, but maybe part of that is getting in tune with some of the more ancient thing teachings of the dark side. In the new canon, we don't know much about the dark side of the Force, and maybe that's what the Knights of Ren have taken inspiration from. In addition to their worship of Darth Vader, we'll find out soon enough. So probably in the next one, if we think about how trilogies work you know the first the first one yay the good guys win the second one all hell breaks loose and then the third one uh we get a conclusion a resolution to the problem and by the way from that same same article mr sean uh theories on the hilt with the new side blades have included the lightsaber being crudely built which we just talked about or they're merely exhaust vents for the weapon well, if you read and, it on the internet, then it's got to be real. And it turns out both of those theories are right. So, just so you know. You mean they're right? That's what it says. Last sentence. And it turns out both those theories are right. Okay. Well, they're exhaust vents. That's real dumb. But whatever. Uh, it's an exhaust vent. Congratulations. Um, I win! Yeah. Good job, Sam. <laughs> According to uh, Wikipedia. Um, is it Wikipedia? Sam is Wikipedia. Yeah. Is a, yeah, good, that's, good. That, that's the official wiki for Star Wars. 
Um, the blade type has one main blade with two vents that act as a cross guard. Therefore, making so. me right. So, anyway. Okay, can we can we <laughs> that just was, that was really that both really have, long so, detour. <laughs> eh, both people are right. A, it's a badass looking Ow. weapon. I think it's awesome. I want one. <laughs> oh, you can go to Target and buy one. Really? I want one. Yeah. I mean, it won't do. I what? want that for Christmas. Sam, make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> um. Did you guys know that the uh, that the the stormtrooper that Ray does the force, you know, let me out of here and leave the huh. door open? That was Daniel Craig. James, I did not know that until after the movie. James Bond himself. Really? Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Dropping the lightsaber. Yep. Or dropping the dropping the weapon. Dropping the weapon. There you go. Dropping and I dropped my weapon. Yeah, that was cool. That was that was great. I did like how she was kind of figuring things out. Uh, I thought that was pretty clever. With no training. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's just pretty impressive. So so I mean to the, I guess to more to that point is that she's clearly strong with the force. I mean, yes. there's obviously something you know, awakening from inside. There you go. Keep, oh, we'll we'll keep with the uh, metaphor. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, there was a lot of um, Game of Thrones connections. You guys, I know Sam probably noticed that a lot. Um, no, actually, no, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. No, what? I... No. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I'll I'll tell you in a second. I have to get there. <laughs> um, and it was a bunch. I'm surprised. Well, the, the giant pig creature drinking out of the water um, when he came in there drank out of the water, too. That was interesting. I don't think that was from Game of Thrones, though. Yeah. Oh, was that's from Game of Thrones? Yeah. You haven't you've, you've stopped watching. Remember, uh, I've seen um, um, all of them and I'm pretty sure I don't remember. There was no pig creature. <laughs> uh, get there in a second. Hold on. Where is it? This dead air is brought to you by Star Lightsabers. <laughs> uh, this this break brought to you by Exhaust Vents. Right. Now for lightsabers. Make <laughs> your vents. dangerous weapon even more dangerous with yeah. exhaust vents. Right. Patent pending. <laughs> See, if they were really good, they would they would it would be like like a Prius, like a hybrid. And they wouldn't need exhaust. There are six actors actors from Game of Thrones who appear in the movie. Gwendolyn Christie as Captain Phasma, Max von Sydow as Lord San Teca. Max von Sydow was the, the old guy at the beginning. Uh, okay. Thomas Brody Sangster is the First Order officer. He's the uh, he's um. What's the brother and the sister Sam who have little powers? They're from the the Reeks. Reek is his name. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no, Reek is, Reek is, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Theon Greyjoy. Theon Greyjoy. No, they're the uh, frog people. The uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, oh, what do they call them? I don't know, I'll tell you a second. Uh, Joe Johan Reed. Reeds. Yes. Yeah, the Reeds. Reeds. So that's him. And I lost where I was because I clicked on his name. Damn it. Uh, like I said, Max von Sydow was in it. Um. Damn it. That's weird. Why did it do that? I wonder why Daniel Craig decided he wanted to be in it. Even well, just why not? Trooper. They were filming in London, and uh, 
He's like, hey, I'm a big fan. Can I hop in? Like, yeah, sure. We'll put you in a stormtrooper costume. We'll- because apparently there was other stormtroopers that were hiding famous people. Mm-hmm. Was oh. it Giordino, the the soundtrack guy? Who? One of them? I'm going to let you try that again. Giochino? Giochino. Giochino? Yeah. Did you say Giordino? That's a pizza place yeah, in Chicago. Giochino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe, right? Yep. You are correct. You're correct, sir. Uh, um, obviously, Jessica Hart Henwick as Jess Tester and Mark Stanley as the Knight of Ren and Mitos, ooh, somebody, as Bar Patron. So there's like eight people that are in uh, Game of Thrones. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, reading more. Can't I can't read. I was gonna. I was gonna say. Um, part of you know we we mentioned it a little bit before, but the uh, casual, um, I don't know happenstance. The more I think about it, the more it does trouble me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then again, if you go back to the original trilogy, it did happen a lot. The happenstance. Okay. Name, name them. Um, Luke going straight to Yoda on this vast planet of swampiness. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought you meant in the first one as in Star Wars A New Hope. So you're no, talking, no, 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 you're no. Talking, the original trilogy. The original yeah. trilogy. So you're taking yeah. ruins from three movies and comparing them to the one. Okay. So yeah. he, he crash lands Ooh. and he's, 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 he's feet away from Yoda. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, the fact that he was conveniently away from the, uh, away from his home when uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt What's-Her-Face get charred or crisp. Yep. Um, Just happen to be home. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Luke Skywalker are on the same planet. That's not convenience. That's intentional. Um, He literally says, I'm going to take him to his uncle, and then I will watch over him. Ooh, the fact that uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO... Get in the pod, and the pod. Yeah, that's true. It lands on Tatooine. Well, not even. Oh. T- well, yeah. The fact that they were just having the crews in Tatooine, and the fact that those stupid those those soldiers Jawas. didn't. didn't uh, well, not the oh. Jawas. The soldiers didn't shoot it. Yeah. Oh, there's no life forms. Must have malfunctioned. Well, shoot it anyway. Why not? What are you doing? So anyway, Jawas pick up the units. Yep. And us, uh, Luke gets them. Um. Now. He, I, I, I do appreciate the organic way they got onto the, uh, the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun to bring them characters that way together. Um, trying to think. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's obviously a couple of moments throughout the, the, yeah. the first three that it happens. I, I didn't feel like... I mean, really in the first one, to me, it's really just the droids. Just, they just happen to be flying by Tatooine. Yeah. You know? Of of all the places, and 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 well, maybe that was intentional. Maybe that was where she was trying to get the droids to anyway. And so when they got captured, they just happened to be captured near Tatooine. So maybe well, that was that's a good point. Maybe that was the intention. Because she's carrying the 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 message mm-hmm. to to get to um, Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, no, she's carrying the plans, which she's trying to get home. That's and true. Then, and then knowing that Ben, I guess, is nearby is when she asks R2 to give them to Ben. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
How did she know about Ben? I guess her dad told her. You know, Cinder Organa. I guess he told her. No, that's right. She does say in the message, yeah, you fought alongside my father in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Corny, are you still awake? Oh, yeah. I'm here. Okay. Ooh, question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you th- now that just dawned on me. Uh-oh. It's the fact that that uh, Anakin actually fought beside Ben, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, in mm-hmm. the Clone Wars. Was she making reference to her real father or her adopted father? Well, Did she know no. that Vader was her father? The script didn't know yet. Ah, yes. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Right. When, that, when that scene that's was true. written, the script didn't know yet. So yep. I would assume that she's talking about her father, who, who didn't really fight. He was a senator, but... Um, Mr. Organa. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of, let's talk about Carrie Fisher and the fact how she has aged poorly. Yes, she has. Well, yeah, she's got like that smoker's voice, and she she kind of went on Twitter and some social media places and was kind of mad, you know, at the at the sexist Hollywood making her lose weight. Have you seen pictures of her? Like, she probably like saved years on her life by losing weight. I mean, that mm-hmm. sounds super mean, but she was kind of a big girl. So, good job, JJ, for <laughs> helping her out some. Well, when you're general of a of a rebel army, yeah. you uh, you tend to get a lot of food. I guess, yeah. Jeez. I mean, Mark, come here, Han Solo. How about a kiss? Mark Hamill had well, to lose did, some weight too. Didn't she do a lot of like cocaine back in the seven? Like, holy, back in the day, <laughs> she did drugs. I don't think she did cocaine, but she did some stuff. Um, I want you to know if I the the Star Wars Christmas special is on YouTube. God. And I watched part of it. Isn't that awful? She is so on drugs. She probably she, is. She is completely high in that in that film filming. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable. Well, so, you know about all the yes. stress and stuff that she was under to stay underweight and you know stuff like that for the role to, to remain quote unquote sexy and stuff. And they kept threatening to give it to Jodie Foster. And she's making a ton of money. I don't. Uh, uh, well, anyway. She wasn't making a lot of money back in 1977. If, if you That's would pay true. me five thousand dollars, I'd lose weight. Heck, if you'd pay me a thousand dollars, I'd go on a diet. <laughs> Actually, I will take that thousand dollars and then go eat a really expensive burger. Wow, thousand dollar <laughs> burger! It's got like gold flakes in it. Oh, shit. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> All right, internet, don't fail me now. Is there a thousand dollar burger out there? Oh, I'm sure uh, there is somewhere. The, uh, Five of the most expensive uh, burgers you're gonna ever have. There is, um, oh, let's see here. I don't even want to know. There's one for uh, there's two fifty, two hundred and fifty dollars. There's a thousand dollar ice cream sundae. What? Like is really? the is the bowl made of diamonds? Oh, a twenty three hundred dollar hot dog from uh, in New York. Twenty three hundred. I would do it. All right, see you guys. There. Right. <laughs> well, have fun. Um, the only note that I wrote, because again, I didn't have my computer or anything with to take notes for the movie. The only one I wrote when I, because I thought about it today, was Jedi's are like a good version of Kilgrave. You can just yeah, say things, and, and people will do what you say. I would be such a fat Jedi. Oh my gosh! You want to give me 
money to go get food for me. Right. No, no, no. Go get, actually, go get a pizza. Bring that pizza to me. Right. And then pay for it. <laughs> um, there you go. Audible.com sponsored this show. You can go to audible.com. Um, oh, can I now? Slash cheap seat reviews. And you can probably get the, um, the uh, audio book for Star Wars. They actually did an audio play. Uh, for a new hope, which I've listened to, which is it's awesome. It's actually, it's actually really good. And um, I wish I knew. What some, <laughs> do you have someone in the back going pew pew pew? No, pew. they actually do do some um, some sound effects. They actually That's... get Mark Hamill to reprise his role and as the Joker. Get, no, he's not the Joker. Damn. Uh, and they get uh, Anthony Daniels to play C three PO. It's very yeah. You can definitely tell it's not uh, James Earl Jones. Or Harrison Ford or Carrie Fisher during their doing their parts, um, but it it talks about there's like three or four chapters before Leia even gets uh, uh, her ship even gets attacked by Vader in the Star Destroyer, um, huh. like how she gets the plans, like it's this whole ordeal how she gets the plans and how she's helping the Rebel Alliance and stuff like that. Well, isn't that what Rogue One's supposed to be? The maybe, movie? Maybe. I don't know. I like it. I believe from what I've heard and what I've read, Rogue One is, I think, it's, is it Rogue One? They are making that, yeah. Yeah, I believe that's how they get the original Death Star plans. Well, that'd be cool. Um, Because the bookstore, it's like, there's a general that's or an admiral or whatever that's like... It's a crap. He's trying to buy her marriage from her father. Um, and he has the plans Well, she steals the plans kind of a thing. And then he finds out and they, they basically take him out into the woods and kill him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they report back. Uh, so she leaves the planet and then they report it as a hunting accident because he was supposed to go hunting with them. Uh, <laughs> so, and that's kind of what leads. That sounds really uh, Game of Thrones. this right there. Doesn't it? And that's kind of yeah. what, and that's what leads to the chase is so that when, when they when they're leaving, they leave the planet, and then they go by a planet, and they have those in, you know things beamed to their ship, and then that's when that star destroyer shows up, and then they they kind of have a little they chase around the galaxy, and that's when Vader is like, you know, you're a part of the Rebel Alliance, and you're a traitor, they're beamed here, blah, blah blah. Right? So there's all that stuff that happened before then. So kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, some more trivia for you. Uh, the production had a preference for using real locations, as we talked about, and miniature models over green screens and computer-generated imagery. So I thought that was pretty great. According to Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy, when Harrison Ford and Chewbacca set foot on the Falcon, every person on set was stunned. Kennedy claimed that there must have been 200 people who were completely quiet due to the iconic presence of Ford and Chewbacca back on Han Solo's ship. I love stuff like that. I love. And then they done killed them off. I love moments in movies when, like, the cast and crew are in awe of what's happening. You know, like, like what else? The what o- other movies? The, well, the only other movie, <laughs> I, the only other one I can think of off the top of my head, is in Star Trek II: Wrath of Khan. The director had never seen Star Trek before. He didn't know what the friendship of Kirk and Spock meant. So as cock, cock, wow. As wow. Spock, whoa, Spock lay dying in the uh, in the reactor room, and the two of them are like leaning against the glass, kind of having a moment. And the director looks around and realizes the entire crew is crying, like the crew is literally like camera guys and makeup girls. They're all crying because they're sad that this friendship is about to come to an end. And uh, so it's moments like that, like these iconic moments that when when actually being filmed. 
it matters to people. So it's the same thing in this moment. It, was, it mattered that he was back on the set. I thought that's really cool. Um, uh, we already talked about that one. Um, both Brad Bird, who directed The Incredibles, Iron Giant, Tomorrowland, Mission Impossible 4, and Matthew Vaughn, who directed The Kingsman and X-Men First Class, I'd already turned down the chance to direct um, to direct this movie uh, because they were doing Tomorrowland and X-Men Days of Future Past. Um, oh. uh, actually, and in fact, Vaughn actually agreed to do it and actually said no to Days of Future Past in order to do this, but then he declined over creative differences. Reportedly disputes over the level of violence in the film and the casting of a female lead. He didn't like that. So, so he is sexist. I'd say. Stormtroopers are seen using flamethrowers for the first time in this film. This method explains the state Luke finds his home in During a New Hope. It's the hmm. only reason why that guy was there. Was huh. to kind of show you why that happened. And Daniel Craig is the stormtrooper. That does things. Nice. Yeah. Uh, soundtrack great. I just gave this. John Williams is brilliant. That's all I wrote. Because he is. Yes. Uh, what did we learn? Well, we learned that lightsabers have exhaust vents, apparently. Um, you know, it's kind of it was kind of funny though, Sam, that you now that you said that and forced it into my face repeatedly. That yep. the gun, uh, the, the 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 drill that that J.J. Abrams does in Star Trek 09 had exhaust vents on the drill that did the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I just thought about that because yeah. now that you use that word exhaust vent, it's so funny. He really did reuse a lot of stuff from Star Trek. Um, the planet exploding in, in, in this movie was basically reverse of the of Vulcan imploding in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So there were some other moments too, but whatever. That's fine. Um, that's all I got. Uh, anything else? Oh, wait, I played, I, I did capture a couple clips. Uh, I clap, captured this because because I had to. Not that clip. I captured <laughs> this clip. Chewie, we're home. Now, that's from the trailer. I didn't actually take that from the actual movie. Uh, and then this one. I will fulfill our destiny. I will finish what you started. Right. <laughs> I do have a question. Bum, bum, and actually, that bum, scene uh, with the music that uh, with what Sean just captured, um, it's not as ev- as you think, folks. It's actually um, just an unfinished pizza. He's just looking at it. Mm. Yeah. And uh, Ray had eaten a couple slices, and he was just saying he's going to finish what she started. <laughs> Sean, the the original or the the very first uh, audio you put on at the start of this show mm-hmm. uh of mark hamill explaining the force mm-hmm. that was not in this movie was it that correct. never occurs in this movie correct huh that was only for the teaser trailer i could imagine that being in the second movie though uh, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe that's but it's just it's another one of those things where it's like well i don't know it just seems seems strange to me because you, you would think that with hearing that you would think luke skywalker would be in this movie a lot more than he was yeah well, he's he's gonna be the new Yoda, and we didn't get Yoda until the second movie. Yeah. So he's gonna be the one that trains her. So the next movie is gonna be, you know, the the the, the first order has regrouped and they because they still have that big ass star destroyer, and their fleets and stuff. So they're gonna be rebuilding, right? 
and yeah. uh, he's you know going to be with her on that island, whatever, doing some training with Chewie. Because um, she's now going to be the pilot of the of the of the Falcon, which is still kind of sad. Um, I will I will say this too, Sam, and this might drive you crazy. I don't know, but in this movie, the first time since any of them did they did they actually do techno babble? <laughs> did you guys notice that? Well, if you take the compressor and then you plug it into this thing and then you do this thing, then you get and like and they're completing each other's sentences. But I'm like, wait a minute. That's techno babble. They never yep. do that in Star Wars. <laughs> they pride themselves that it's it's Star Wars. You don't think you just you just hack and slash and kill people. Like you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like whereas literally yeah. in Star Trek, there's literally lines where it just says it'll have a line and then it'll just say insert techno babble and they just have to make crap up. Uh, well, the uh, ex- 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 uh, external inertial dampener has not been turned on, sir. Oh, okay, thank you. Like all that stuff, right? Like, it's not real; it's just making stuff up. But they did that in this movie. I thought that was weird. Um, anyway, well, there was always a problem with some type of converter. You uh, know, Luke had to go down to Toshi's to get some power converters. I gotta go to the Posse station to get some power converters. Uh, why? And then. <laughs> And then uh, Han Solo had something about the the motivator. The this motivator was, bad, was always yeah. wrong. Oh, this one's got, got a, a bad, bad motivator. Yeah. Oh no, the, it was the R two unit's got a bad motivator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whatever that is. Something was on the on the on the Falcon had was always wrong. Yeah. And Leia ended up fixing it, and then. Ray ended up bypassing. <laughs> Didn't the, she like hit it with a hammer or something? No, that was yeah. Chewie. No, she. Oh yeah, here yeah. Bad. Chewie Here's just hit it with a hammer. Ah, oh, shh. <laughs> good job, Chad. That was a good um, cough. Okay. Just gonna wait for him to come back. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Chewie hits it with like a little hammer or something, right? And that was in the fifth one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that that kind of made me oh he's gone again, um, I don't know if it was sad or whatever, but and I I, I mentioned this in still no you're good and okay. um in Trek into darkness is that and in this movie the Millennium Falcon is a character right it's a character yep. in the in the movie it doesn't have any lines it's not like I mean C three PO has lines but it doesn't have any lines but it's a character. And you feel bad when it gets beat up and misused. And a couple times, I kind of felt like it was a punchline. Did you guys kind of feel like that way too? It's like it kept crashing into stuff, and it. J.J. Abrams loves to destroy his ships. He really does. He really, really does. Just, I mean, uh, he did it in Star Trek. Yeah. Right. Twice. Twice. Yeah. In, in fact, he did he did it three times if you, if you count the kind of replica uh, crashing to the Earth as another one. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, that one, yeah. the bad guy one, yeah. Yeah, uh, he just likes to destroy. You know, on Lost, I remember several vehicles he destroyed that could have helped him out. I will say this: the Falcon um, held up pretty well. I mean, he was cutting through mm-hmm. trees. Yeah, you know, like this is a space vehicle; it's not meant to do this thing, but it it, it held up pretty good. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I just there was a lot of that stuff that I thought was kind of interesting, funny. I don't know. I don't know what the word to use. Um, uh, this 
All right. We have to wrap this puppy up eventually because we'll just spend another hour and a half just talking about Star Wars, which would be a fun podcast in of itself, but <laughs> um, not the point of this particular episode. Uh, so we just decided just to put the this, this seven movies in order. You know, just you're going to go from least to favorite. Chad. Uh, least to least for favorite, right? Yeah. yeah. So our least favorite one, I'm going to go with one. Okay. Uh, two. Okay. From a storytelling point, three. Okay. From an action point, my third one is actually going to six. Okay. Okay. So from an action point, this is how my order is going to go. Okay. One, two, six. Three, one, two, or four, five, seven. <laughs> so seven is now your newest favorite Star Wars. I think so. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, reverse. Put five and seven. Yeah, five and seven in reverse order. One, two, six. Oh, I'm so four, confused. seven, five. Yes. Put. One. Oh wait, wait, no. Sorry. Wait. One. Two, Omaha. Six. Three. Carolina. 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 Four. One. Seven, two. Five. Six. I'm, I'm with you. Three. Four. four seven. seven five. five. I'm yes. with you. All right. It also happens to be Chad's social security number. No. no! <laughs> Corny. Whoops. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go. I guess we're going from worst to best. Yes. Worst to best. All right. Um. I'm gonna go three. All right. Two. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> three, one, two, four, six, five, seven. Six, five, seven. So this is now your favorite Star Trek. Or uh, Star. Sorry, Star, Star Wars. Wars. I'm yes. looking at my. Tra- <laughs> I'm looking at my Trek poster. Star Wars. Okay. Wow. All right. I wouldn't have expected that from anyone. Truth be told. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Well, there's, there's the thing is, and I guess maybe with Chad, it's so fun to watch this movie. Now, I, I did watch it three times, and it did, you know, it, it, it was a little, little taxing, but it was just fun to watch. And there was humor, and it was humor that I liked. Stuff blew up. Um, you had a little bit of, I, as I like to say, uh, uh, to, to, uh, to, to Pate actually uh, said about this, but. There was almost a little bit of uh, Will Smith humor going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I picked Droid Please as my as your yeah, yeah, that's true. Name. Droid he, Please he's, or Droid Droid What Droid What? Like when he said that, I was like, "Are you kidding me? That's hysterical!" <laughs> yeah, I'm in charge. Calm down. All right, all right. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that stuff. You know, he kind of was pulling a little bit of Will Smith, and I was very, very okay with it because it was yeah. so different. Yeah. And what yes. we had seen. It was he's, unexpected. He's so in this type of movie. Yeah, yeah, he is maybe the anti um Mark Hamill in that aspect. You know, Luke was always kind of this whiny kid who just wants to learn the force. You know, he's a boy scout. Whereas this guy's like, I know what's out there, I'm scared of it, and I want to get he, away from it. And now yeah, I need he to still be, wants to get in her pants. Uh well, who who doesn't? Mm. I, I don't. Oh, well, her pants are tiny. I'm a large man. That would not work. Don't fit. 
<laughs> I have a funny joke to tell you off, off air if I remember corny. Um, <laughs> Sam? All right. I'm going to put uh, Clone Wars uh, 1, okay. um, Cl- 2, Cl- 3. Clone Wars is in the movie that we watched for yes. the show, the cartoon? Yes, cartoon. Okay. I'd rather watch one than those stupid Clone Wars. Okay. Um, and then I would do uh, 6... Seven, one, two. Okay, I missed three in there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Clone Wars, one, two, three. Okay. Yeah, I thought they progressively got... Oh, God, I can't even call it better. Less but awful? At least less awful, yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, jumping over lava... You know, <laughs> you know, we didn't even talk about being able to super jump, you know, in, in this one. Well, they couldn't. Uh, no. <laughs> but, uh... But yeah, I, I still like the the, the uh, four and five more than this one. But by golly, this is up there. This is this is really really good. Cool. So how about you? Uh, if you're gonna do the Clone Wars cartoon movie, I'd probably throw that down there somewhere with. Um, so I would say like one, and then the Clone War thing, and then episode <laughs> two, and then episode three. And I'm even gonna throw another curveball and say the Ewoks movie there were there were two of them battle for indoor and give me another one those i actually put above one two and three because those are fun um so i'm putting those there and then i'm gonna do six seven four five i think that's pretty much what i said right i don't know maybe yeah except for the yeah yeah except for the indoor thing yeah yeah because no one remember those uh, <laughs> oh well, well, and if we're going that far, the Christmas special is going to go before the Clone Wars for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if we're going to go that far, I'm going to say the Family Guy versions are going to go. Oh above gosh. Well, in that one, case, then third, one, two, yeah, three. that's way above the. Uh, yeah, sorry, one, keep one, two, and three. The same, and then do something, something dark side, and then the other one, Blue Harvest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what would Spaceballs be? Oh jeez, that would still probably Spaceballs different universe. Yeah, but I mean, like we made, Uh, uh, but we made the joke about like even Star Trek fans make the joke that Galaxy Quest is a better Trek film than half the Trek films have been made. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Spaceballs is better than one, two, and three. I do too. I agree. It's actually better Star Wars than one, two, and three. Because like they're because what they're making fun of like is kind of tongue in cheek, but in those movies it's like they're ma- they almost feel like they're making fun of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, midi chlorians into things. Stop it! No oh, one cares. No, no. Yeah. I know you guys haven't seen uh-huh. it, but the droid tales, the Star Wars droid tales, which tells it basically retells all six movies, but in the point of view of C three PO as Legos, it is hysterical, and they make fun of the movies and they make fun of themselves, and it's really really funny. <laughs> Anyway, um, what's going to do it for us, for our show? Um, and we didn't really talk about BB-8. Oh, BB-8 was cool. Oh, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. The freaking, big doughy eye that he had. He oh. had freaking Spider-Man powers, dude. He was awesome. Yep. He did. Um, <laughs> that was voiced by Bill Hader. <laughs> the, wow. The comedian. Makes it even better. Yeah. Um, no, uh, speaking of Bill Hader, he, he uh, is the voiceover guy for... Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Huh. Really? He's the announcer guy. How about that? Hmm. Yeah. Um, Simon Pegg would be our Star Trek connection for this movie. 
he's like in all the the fanboy movies nowadays. Yeah, he really is. I well, love it. Yeah, he was the junkyard. He was the junker dude, which was great. Um, <laughs> Carrie Fisher's daughter was in it too. Yep, she was like looking up at a computer or something. Yeah, she was when the rebel whatever. Yeah. Um. I it I had I had to remember this, but like I was like. Wait a minute, why are the rebels so out or the 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 resistance? Like why are they so outnumbered? But then they said they destroyed the Central Republic fleet yeah. on those planets, which was the point. And so I was like, shouldn't they have a better air force <laughs> yeah. than like those fifteen dudes? <laughs> um, but I guess not. Uh anyway, that's that's gonna do it for us for this episode. So hopefully okay. It was uh, interesting and fun. Uh, Please send us your thoughts. Yeah. Um, is it an exhaust port or not? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, put, we'll put a poll up on the website that Chad can't cheat at. Ooh. Oh. So speaking of the poll, um, that kind of came out weird too, didn't it? <laughs> that sounds really weird. Yes, it does. Um, so go to CheapSeatReviews.com. We are having a poll where you can vote. For either one of the four movies, John Wick, Iron Sky, Troll 2, or The Last Starfighter. And if you vote, you may vote, of course, as many times as you want, apparently. Um, whatever is the highest vote when it comes time to do the movie, we will do that movie as our 100th episode. This is for our 100... 100. 100. It's kind of amazing. And right now, Iron Sky, as, as I record this episode, Iron Sky is in the lead by a slim margin. Uh, of about 150 um, <laughs> votes. Thanks, Chad. So I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so go to our website, cheapseatreviews.com, and you can vote uh, there for what we are going to do next. You Not know, if next, we did, for our 100th if, if we episode. averaged about 80 minutes per episode, on our 100th episode, we'd be about five and a half days talking straight 24 hours a day. Just so you know. Nice. That's uh, Show me now. That's awesome. I appreciate yep. that. Um, that's going to do it for our show, I think. No. Yeah. No? Oh, yeah. Out of 10. Thank you. I, <laughs> I barely used my script today because I didn't have a reason to. I just forgot. Yep, yep. Um, out of 10. Chad. Uh, I want to say 9 R2-D2 shuck things <laughs> but he didn't a thumbs up and a thumbs up and a thumbs, thumbs up. up was hysterical oh, <laughs> not from r2d2 from uh bb set bb what eight eight, eight. eight. that's funny <laughs> that thumbs up bit was hysterical <laughs> all right so you said a, you said a nine chad wow. i'm saying nine wow well, it's like your highest really ever compared to a lot of the things that we watch on this show um Sure. Is, Which is, is kind really of interesting good. to think about because Kung Fu Hustle got an eight point five out of you. Anyway, well, it just shows what I what I enjoy and what I don't. Yeah, yeah. Because Wing Commander got a three, so <laughs> <laughs> I like did not it. care for that, sir. No, I don't blame you. It was kind of bad. Corny, I uh okay, sure. I'm gonna give it a seven point five, but. This is your favorite uh, now. Your favorite Star Wars, and it gets a seven point five. Yes, it is. Um, it, 
I think it might have been higher had I not gone the last three days. <laughs> you need a little I, time for it to to uh, to bubble a little bit. To, yeah, to, to there, there were. There, I started to see parts where I'm like, you know what, this doesn't make sense, or I wouldn't have done this, and this is kind of silly. And so I think it might have worn on me for rewatchability. Now I did the same thing with Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and I did not have the same feeling. Uh, uh, of it, you know, getting old on me real quick. But uh, no, it's still a very awesome movie, and I will. You know what? Actually, I take that back. I changed my seven point five. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight. God, I gotta, re, I gotta retype. I mean, you know, oh, oh, hit back three <laughs> oh, times. Bless your heart. Have to push the backspace button. It's hard. I gotta move my hand and everything. Anyway, that's what she uh, said. All right. Um. Yeah. So eight. Yeah. We'll all right. That. Sam. Uh, just solid eight, solid eight. Um, solid it's a good BB-8. flick, solid BB eight. Yep. Um, enjoyed the characters, enjoyed the new characters as much as I enjoyed the nostalgic, uh, the old characters. So, uh, yeah, big solid eight. And uh, Problem, shout out. the only, the only reason it isn't higher is, is plot holes that you could drive a, a millennium Falcon through. <laughs> um, uh. and there were problems with just being so darn, I don't, they were on a freaking planet that could blow up, you know, that was the Star Destroyer, or Star, what'd they call it? The Death Star? Well, this thing it was, was called the Star Killer. Star Killer. Yet, they were all, like, within 100 yards of each other the entire time. That that bothered me a little bit. And the more I think about it, the more it bothers me that... What do you mean? Just Muffin button. Convenient. That, <laughs> that was Muffin so button. Awesome. What do you mean they were all within 100, 100 yards of each other? Well, about? just, you know, in terms of... Uh, uh, Han Solo and Kylo Ren and the uh, Ray and Finn and even though Ray like runs off, Kylo Ren is still there. But it just the distances were a problem for me. It reminded me of Frozen, where you know the the what's her name goes off and like the the, the timeline is just kind of screwy. Okay, so, I'm not sure yeah. I know what you're talking about, but okay, yeah. Eight. All right. Eight. Uh, I had a blast with this, uh, you know, pun intended and whatever. Uh, I really enjoyed myself. And so I'm going to give it an 8.75 because because it, 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 it reminded me of what it was like to be 12 and to be in awe of what I was watching on TV and, and the magic of, of film and movies and things like that. So... Uh, it's going to get a solid 8.75, which I guess technically isn't a solid because it's not a round number. But anyway, um, that's going to do it. Now, that's going to do it for us. <laughs> right? Yeah, why not? I think so. What are we doing next week? I don't know. Um, <laughs> to be determined. You will find TV? out uh, on Facebook and Twitter later on. Uh, when this sh- By the time this show airs, we will have an answer for you. I hope. In the meantime, you may go to cheapseatreviews.com. Please vote. Vote early. Vote often. We really want to watch one of those four movies. We will watch it. We will probably watch it together. Um, we don't. I don't know if we'll do it live. We might do it live. We haven't really made a decision on that. But we will do it in some way, shape, or form, and it will be awesome. Uh, also, you may leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, and on Google Play. So check that out. Um, so if you got a, if you got a a buddy that uh, has an Android phone, 
and you don't like how do how do I get your podcast? I don't got an Android. Well, you go to Google Play and it's there under podcasts. And then you can download her. Yeah, just hit subscribe. Please hit subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheap seat reviews. Follow us on Twitter at cheap seat cast. I am at Sean J. Allred at Suniji 16 is Sam at Johnny Darko 16 is corny. And at maestro underscore Evans is Chad. Please. By the way, I'm back. I'll never check it. Yay. Uh, <laughs> please send us your emails to cheap seat reviews at gmail.com. Oh, oh, there's one thing I forgot. Okay. Joe Pesci. All right, oh. cool. Keep going. <laughs> Who was not? That was close. That was very close. Yeah, you had about 40 seconds left to squeeze that in there. So good job, Corny. Um, so again, on behalf of Corny, Chad, Sam, Sean, this is Sean saying good night. Uh, thanks for listening, and may the force be with you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so uh, so uh, shout out to uh, R2-D2. Immediately swearing at CP3CF. <laughs> 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 <laughs>